Welcome back to the Red River Cares podcast. I'm your host, Gina Burke. We are thrilled to be expanding this show, to be offering this podcast in audio and video moving forward. This video can be found on our YouTube page, but as always, you can just tune in on the pod on whatever podcast platform you listen to. We also might be expanding the type of guests we have on the show. We have our new community engagement program for Red River called Inspired, where, which includes four pillars. So our people and culture, the environment and sustainability, ethics and governance, as well as philanthropy and volunteerism, which of course has always been the heart of this show, but we want to bring on some new guests to expand some of those other conversations. As always, we will give you actionable steps and give you ideas that inspire you that you can go implement at your own organizations. So today on the show, as we kick off this video debut, we have Samantha Derego. Sam is the DEI lead for Red River, and she moved into this role from our talent acquisition team and began to lead Red River's DEI efforts with our DEI committee during the summer of 2020. I do want to note, however, Red River's work in DEI started to involve our employee base around that time, but has always been part of our culture and is always something our leadership team has focused on. How can we be more diverse in our hiring? How do we make our workplace feel safe and inclusive no matter how you identify? And are we doing enough to be equitable for all our employees at this organization? So I'm super excited to dive in with Sam and hear her perspective. So with that, Sam, welcome to the show. I love this. So Sam, welcome to the Red River Cares podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, welcome back to the Red yeah. River Cares podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being a guinea pig with us as we explore a new platform where we can record our pod and video all at the same time. Yes, super cool. Look at us. <laughs> I know. Big time. <laughs> We're a tech company using tech. It's great. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> so I was hoping we could start today by you just telling us a little bit about um, your roles and responsibilities as the DEI lead here at Red River. Yeah, definitely. So I am part of the talent acquisition team. So I work with the other managers on our team to dive into our current hiring and recruiting strategies, seeing what's working, seeing what's not, and then um, trying to develop a plan to enhance the diversity of the candidates coming in. And then also just making sure to look at the types of candidates we're hiring and seeing whatever patterns are existing to um, enhance the diversity of people we are hiring. And then I also work really closely with Hillary on the education piece. So um, training is a huge component of what I do, just developing different trainings or tra a training plan that might involve external partners to ensure our managers and employees are all up to date on different concepts or the types of tools we want to bring into the company to um, really create the most inclusive environment that we can. So did that work start by taking an assessment of where Red River was and kind of getting a pulse on like, where are we from a hiring standpoint and then figuring out, okay, well, where are the places where we need to make improvement? Yes, definitely. So I would say the inception really starts with the DEI committee. And so before I became the DEI lead, I actually became a part of the DEI committee and just understanding it first starts with training 
we haven't ever talked about these things and how are we going to make a difference if we don't have the right tools and so since we focus so heavily on setting the foundation there um, a couple years ago the past year has been more focused on really diving into our processes what's working what's not and then um, you know the talent acquisition team has certain tools we have a network that posts our jobs to all these diversity sites and so we are casting a wide net and so yeah just being able to dive into that and seeing what's landing and what's not and where do we maybe need to pivot to onboard even better tools um, to equip our recruiters with everything they need to move forward so so besides recruiting and your trainings um i know a big part of your job is managing all the employee resource groups so i was hoping you could talk a little bit about that evolution over the past couple years since we got those up and running yeah definitely super exciting um employee resource groups have always been um a feel good for employees i would say the past year and a half they have felt more like support groups so a place for employees to just really show up and talk to people who fit into these communities that they're a part of um, and just finding support at the company um, especially now when people are still working remote a lot of social interactions are still happening mostly at work and so happy to say that that's really resonated with employees excited that the evolution of ERGs has been them kind of coming together in the beginning of this year to really run with bigger initiatives. So in May, we're actually going to be doing a mental health awareness challenge. That's a walk um, that's really been created and led by the mental health awareness group in collaboration with our other ERGs. So the mental health um, awareness group really said, let's put together a wellness challenge that brings uh, awareness to different mental health issues and break stigma. And then the other ERG leaders really resonated with that and said, absolutely, let's all be a part of it. So each of our groups are creating their own teams, finding causes that align with their groups. And um, everybody at the company gets to kind of sign up for a team that they want to support. And we're all going to be putting on our walking shoes in the month of May and trying to walk a 5k in the entire month to support these different causes. So super excited about that. It really aligns with our wellness initiatives, our inspired initiatives that Dan McGee is leading. Um, and of course, DEI. So uh, that's a huge win for us and something that everybody's really excited about. I know. I can't wait to see how that month comes together, but it has been really neat to work with the other leaders on an initiative that like it really does get brought up on every single one of our calls, you know, whether it's the black employee resource group or the parent group, like mental health always ends up coming back around and it's a conversation we've all chatted about. And I just think it's really neat to see the groups come together to do something that's company wide and it's being led by the leaders of the group and they're figuring it all out. And I just think it's been uh, really cool to watch that whole process. And I can't see, wait to see how the month turns out for us. I know I am so excited. Yeah. Every time I think about it or we hop on one of our follow-up calls, just get like a huge smile on my face because it's really productive. And it's also just focusing on like you're saying mental health, which is such a big focus for everybody these days being three years out of a pandemic and just trying to like navigate a new normal mental health affects 
every single person of every single community and so yeah to see the eagerness behind all the leaders and really them motivating their members to participate and become involved has been just awesome yeah that is really cool um, any other big wins in the DEI space that you'd like to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. So earlier this year, uh, last month, actually, we rolled out uh, an implicit bias training with our managers. It was interactive. Last year, we focused more on rolling out just different like Red U video trainings for all of employees. Um, and in this training, we really wanted to start with our managers so they feel empowered and comfortable bringing these conversations to their teams to figure out how can we make our team feel a little bit more inclusive. Um, And we got some great feedback, you know, managers becoming aware of different shortcuts they may have been taking to either bring on new employees or evaluate their current employees or team base. And so that felt like a really big win because I think that was definitely something we needed to acknowledge and bring attention to in order to move forward with other things that we have planned. Uh, One of them is a recruiting and hiring a more diverse workforce toolkit that um, the talent acquisition team will be rolling out. And it is different information on how to make your jobs feel more inclusive, how to make the interview process more inclusive, not necessarily just relying on the same groups of people that you bring into interviews Um, and training up your employees if they're not equipped with that skill set yet, here are the tools that they can use to become equipped to interview. And then um, how to incorporate incorporate diversity in the interview process. So looking forward to that. We're also going to be rolling out a managing inclusive teams for managers, new managers coming on board, um, just so they feel, again, more empowered to take time to Um, maybe slow down a little bit and not just rest on what's been working for us in the past. How do we evolve and create a more dynamic, inclusive team? So looking forward to that. And then, um, of course, we are going to be always focusing on training. So there's going to be a training coming up in Q2 and um, another one in Q3, Q4. Um, So at least two more. Um, Looking forward to seeing if we can use an external partner for those. And that'll be more company focused. Um, And then we also have the engagement survey coming out, which is really exciting for just all of HR. It's a great time to get feedback from employees. You know, we just completed the great places to work survey, which, um, you know, is an external certification and it feels really good. But the engagement survey is really for us to collect data internally um, to circle up with the executives and leadership and understand what it is that the employees are looking for. Um, trying to figure out what we can address and create solutions for or what we can at least speak to and why solutions are being created at this moment. And so I'm really excited because DEI is actually going to be a section on the engagement survey. So. Um, There will be questions where employees can provide feedback on how they think we're doing currently, areas of focus they they would like to see at the company, um, and different changes we could make there. So really excited about that. And yeah, I feel like I just rambled on a lot, but there are a lot of exciting things coming. So (laughs) tons of good stuff. I mean, just to comment back on um, the implicit bias trainings you were mentioning, I mean, I think 
all those are so great because it's one thing to create a diverse workforce and pull people into Red River, um, but it's another thing to keep them here. And I think we have to continue to um, empower our employees and our managers to know how to work with diverse teams so they feel like they belong. And um, I think that's just really excellent that we're looking at all those different pieces of Red River. I mean, we started as a you know, a smaller New Hampshire startup kind of company and, you know, no longer can we rely on like culture fit to, to be hired here, right? We have to look beyond like, oh, they fit the corporate culture. Like we have to push ourselves a little bit further than that. Um, so I just think it's really cool that you're empowering managers to um, know what to look for and just how to handle their teams as we move forward. Yeah, yes. Super excited to like dive into that and make sure we're focusing on that um, a lot more than we have. It's something that we've been acknowledging for a while. The talent acquisition last year had a series of lunch and learns where we um, talked about the type of interview feedback and what it is that you're looking for in a candidate. And like you're saying, in the past, there was this huge emphasis on cultural fit. And you really have to dive into that and figure out how is that even assessed? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. And if relying on a cultural fit means we're hiring the same people over and over again, then how inclusive is that? And like you're saying, yes, there's always going to be a focus on how do we attract the most diverse candidate pool, but there needs to be an emphasis on retaining them. You know, if, if you feel othered, if you, if you're aware that you're a minority, um, amongst the majority of people that work at a company, you're not going to feel super comfortable. You're going to feel like an outlier and it's not going to, it's not going to really resonate with you, like the culture of the company, right? You want to show up, you want to be your most authentic self and feel supported in doing that. And so, um, super grateful that the managers have been on board to talk about that and really like rethink, oh yeah, what does a cultural fit mean? And what are the ways that I'm assessing somebody's um, qualifications and their ability to meet the requirements I'm looking for? Um, so that in and of itself feels like a big win and excited yeah. to see the difference that those conversations make throughout the rest of the year um, to see if, you know, that could lead to some real change. Right. I'm curious, you know, if a company hasn't quite started their DEI initiatives and they were looking to get started. I mean, there's so much that you just mentioned. I'm just curious, like, where would you guide them to start? Like, what should they be looking at? What's a good place to just um, take the first step into bringing in DEI into their workplace? Yeah, that's a great question and a loaded question <laughs> um, because yeah. I think the the easiest place to start, right? Red River kind of did it as, oh yeah, we this isn't a focus of ours. Let's bring together a committee, um, which is great because you're picking employees or opening up the opportunity to the people that work for you to say, well, this is what we think should exist um, and really leaning on them to see what their ideas are. Um, but it really does take effort and time from leadership and executives to really think about what is doable, like what is the plan for the entire company and how does DEI fit into that? And so I think first and foremost, always start with training, right? If this is not, if these aren't conversations you're having within your company, equip your employees to have the language and tools and maybe break down some walls to feel comfortable having these conversations. And then recognizing that like DEI is not just 
like in a in a corner it it like is a thread that should run throughout every single area of your company so we talk about it in marketing we talk about it as far as technology talk about it amongst the executives and talent acquisition and hr where it's always been talked about Mm -hmm. um and getting everybody on board with what the focus is going to be and moving forward that way um and then just trying to look at it holistically and and make it sustainable Um, For a company like ours, you know, these, like I said, were not conversations we're having. It was not a focus area for a long time. And so understanding that it does take a lot of just self-awareness and looking at what has been working for the company, what needs to change. And it's a lot of change management and like process Mm -hmm. change. And those are things that take a very long time to create change. And so... um, I think most importantly, it's finding time to maintain the energy and um, understanding that there's only so much that you can do at once, right? I think with DEI, once you start acknowledging and becoming aware of what you're not doing, there's this sense of we need to address everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a real sense of burnout that occurs within myself, within the DEI committee, they felt it. And it's all about kind of checking in with everyone and saying, here are the wins, let's track that, let's track the evolution of that, and then revisit the areas that maybe we haven't been able to focus on. And how do we start to incorporate that into our plans? So yeah, just patience and training and (laughs) um, just getting everybody on the same page is, is really important. Yeah, I mean, I think those are some really practical tips and steps. It's interesting because it's almost like you form the committee. So you have to start, you know, within the organization, but then you need to go up to execs, but back down to the people. Like it's like within the, all of it, like you're saying, if there's no, you know, top down, bottom up approach, like it's just has to be spread throughout the entire organization for it to really feel like it's gaining the legs and the success that you want it to, because it just needs to be part of the culture and embedded in everything that's going on. And it can't, live in the corner, bad (laughs) DEI over there. Um, That's not going to work for this. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and that takes a lot of time. I mean, when you're reevaluating the type of language that you use um, to describe what you're looking for in a person, also how you describe a cultural fit, like changing and learning a new language takes a lot Mm. of time. And so it is just constantly like it's, we talk about it as like a push and pull, like giving the managers and employees the information and making sure they have access to everything and then saying, okay, you have these things, now really start implementing them and using them. And it's that that's going to create a change long-term. And um, yeah, excited that um, now that I'm back from maternity leave after being gone for five months, um, there's like this new energy around DEI and making sure everybody stays on top of it to really make sure we're pushing things forward. And um, yeah, it feels really good. How do you think each and every employee can play a role here? Like what is their job as just any person within a company in the DEI space? Like what should their role and responsibility be? Yeah, um, I think first and foremost, you know, treat people the way they want to be treated. So, um, you know, once somebody comes on board, 
being that team member to welcome them, getting to learn about your new team member, um, understanding how they communicate, what works best for them, um, and then you know enhancing that relationship. And then I think when it comes to working with other teams, you know, providing that same grace to everybody. And then if there are certain things that you want to bring awareness to, connecting with me and and giving me your feedback. So that way we are aware of what's going on and how we might need to address certain things or um, certain things we might want to acknowledge and say, this is exactly the type of thing we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, going back to the engagement survey, just giving us your feedback um, and feeling empowered to like speak up and like say hey I think that we kind of need to move in this direction or um or whatever it may be so um yeah not to like focus so much on training because it's a lot more than that but you know Mm -hmm. one of the first things we talked about was cultural humility and empathy so if you're not aware of someone's culture or you're unfamiliar with um, a certain area, ask the questions, like educate yourself. I can give you tools. People on the DEI committee can like point you in the right direction and then just like go learn and then ask questions um, and become a little bit more comfortable with that. And um, yeah, that is what, that is the baby step to creating an environment where people who don't feel like they're part of a majority feel like, okay, I at least am like celebrated here. I can yep. show up, be authentically myself and we're all just like interacting and learning from each other and it's respectful and professional. So, right. Everyone can play a role though. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. It's not just me as the DEI lead or people who are part of the DEI committee or ERGs. It really is everybody showing up with empathy, respect, um, and yeah. Open mind and open heart and ready to (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yes. Be a team player. So um, as we wrap up here, I'm wondering, you know, is there anything else that you would like to leave us with? Anything that um, any that I didn't ask you about that you'd like to bring up or I don't know, just parting words? Yes, um, I will always plug employee resource groups <laughs> and yes. um, really just the fact that they are a great tool for employees who want to join um, a community that they either feel they are already a part of or are an ally or want to learn more. You know, currently we have a mental health awareness group, a parent and caregivers group led by you, and we have women in tech, we have veterans in tech, and the Black Employee Resource Group. And so um, great groups to join if you're interested. We're always looking to start other groups as well. So whether it's an LGBTQIA plus group, um, if it's a Hispanic Latino group, Asian group, or just like wellness focused. So we have mental health, but if there's a group who wants to focus specifically on just all things wellness, super open to that as well. Um, I think right now there are so many employees who are interested in joining an ERG, but um, not seeing a lot of engagement around leading it. So I would say if there are any questions about what that entails, please come to me. Happy to walk you through that. Um, And yeah, just excited to see if we can get at least a couple more started this year. And um, I do know there are a ton of employees interested in joining an LGBTQIA plus group. And so getting that up off the ground and really any others that employees are interested in. Um, Yeah. 
And then also the DEI committee, we're welcoming new members here soon. Um, so excited to get different perspectives and, and all of that. So. Absolutely. I think in general, you know, be part of the change you want to see and sign up. I mean, even just come participate in the group to see what it's like if, you know, you're not ready to quite lead one. Um, I was on the parent call right before this and, you know, we were in a great discussion about colleges and like we had a couple members that are about to take their kids off to tour some colleges for next year but you've got older parents talking about what that experience is like and who pays for college and how that works and 529 plans. And then you've got these young parents on there that are like, wait, what's a 529? Do I need to set some money away? Like, did I, what yeah. should I be doing? So, you know, you really get something from all the conversations, regardless of where you are in your, in your life journey. But um, you never know what we're going to talk about. And that's what's so exciting about the groups. But it is a great place for people just to come together and just chat about that other part of us that, you know, is at home. And um, whether it's a parent or a caregiver, but just like we're whole people that come to work and there's yeah. whole other sides of us. And I think that's the whole point of these groups. Exactly. Yeah. You are everything that you have going on outside of work comes with you to work in one way or another. Yes. I have a seven month old and <laughs> I'm showing up as a new mom every day. And I think exactly like what you're talking about, having a space to have these conversations and just say, oh, I'm not the only one dealing with that. And then really using like the innovation that you bring to work to create solutions to address those things in the workplace. Okay, what is a 529 plan? How can Red River help us understand what that is? <laughs> what are our options? And then, um, you know, I know the Berg, Veterans in Tech, Women in Tech, Mental Health, they're always talking about these things and then ending with, okay, how can we create an initiative to really bring this to Red River and have them support us like sharing information or bringing awareness to these things. And um, again, the mental health walk that we're doing is a great example of that. That is something that excites everybody. It excites the executives. Um, and so, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what um, the groups do throughout the rest of the year. Awesome. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you for yeah. coming back on the show and we look forward to having you again. Yeah, thank you so much. This was awesome. Hopefully you enjoyed that chat with Sam and got to check out our video on YouTube. I am so proud of Red River's growth in the DEI space and recognize how hard this journey is for companies. There is no playbook, no one right way to start this work, but do believe that if your organization is committed and willing to grow and evolve, you will find a formula that works for your place of work. To learn more about Red River or our current career opportunities, visit our website at redriver.com careers. And as always, tune in next time to be inspired.